If a thunderbolt had struck him down, he would have undoubtedly experienced searing pain. But the agony reflected on Guru Choran's visage was probably far greater when, right in the morning, he was brought the news that his wife had safely delivered their fifth girl child. Guru Choran was a petty bank clerk with a salary of sixty rupees. He had the appearance of a man who was all shriveled up, whose mind had withered away. His demeanor too seemed to reflect an impassive and uninvolved attitude. Even then, this ominous good news froze the hookah in his hand, and all that he could do was to lean back weakly on the ancient pillow. There was no energy in him to even release the pent-up deep sigh. The joyful news had been heralded by his ten-year-old daughter, Annokali. She said, Baba, won't you come and take a look? Looking up at his daughter, Guru Choran said, Just fetch me a glass of water, dear. Annokali left her get the water. As she went out, Guru Choran's mind raced through all the expenses involved in the delivery. Then, in the manner of trained passengers of the third class, who with all their belongings of various shapes and sizes cause a stampede in their efforts to bustle in through the door, innumerable worries and problems began to flood in. He remembered that the previous year, on the auspicious occasion of his second daughter's marriage, this two-storied house of his in Baobajar had been mortgaged and that the interest for the last six months was also overdue. Only a month or so remained before the festive season started and gifts would have to be sent to the in-laws of yet another daughter. Yesterday in the office, in spite of working till 8 p.m., he had been unable to balance the debit and credit columns in the ledger and it was mandatory to send the accounts to England by noon. Further, his superior had laid down the stern injunction that dirty and unkempt clothes could not be worn to office on pain of a fine. But since last week... The washerwoman had presumably disappeared, along with half the clothes of the household. Now, Guru Charan felt as if he did not have the strength to even lean back against the pillow. Raising the hookah aloft, he crumpled onto the bed. He thought to himself, Dear God, so many people are crushed to death in the traffic of Kolkata every day. In your eyes, are they even greater sinners than I am? Almighty, show some mercy towards me. Can some vehicle run over me? None in the family noticed the deep-rooted agony of the careworn, battered man, overburdened and aged beyond his years. Handing him the water, Annokali said, Baba, get up. Here is the water. Sitting up, Guru Choran gulped down the water in one breath and said, Ah. Go on, dear. Take away the glass. Once she left, Guru Choran lay back on the pillow again. Entering the room, Lalita said, Mama, I've brought tea. Get up. On hearing that tea had been brought, Guru Choran sat up once again. Looking at Lalita, he felt soothed and half his problem seemed to melt away. Affectionately, Guru Choran said, You have kept a vigil all night. Come and sit here next to me. Lalita said with a soft smile, I did not stay awake all night, Mama. Guru Choran answered, That does not matter. Come close to me. Lalita sat down beside him, and Guru Choran, placing his hand on her head, suddenly remarked aloud, If only I could marry this blessed child of mine into an appropriately prosperous family, it would be a truly worthwhile achievement.